the gang faces off against some heinous holy water. Will they be making a splash, or will they be saying H2O? No! Find out this week on Hapless Heroes. We're going to shoot the water (laughs) with my hand crossbow. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast Quarantine Edition. I'm Francesco. I'm your, and I'll be your host and DM once again. Uh, and I have a wonderful cast of characters that's been with me here. I'm going to introduce them starting on my virtual left, going around the table. We have Dave as Sir Delam Rook. Good evening. We, ha- we have Mike as Rovin Tossbottom. Water, water everywhere! To his left, we have Phil as Malek. This is going to get messy. And John as Honda the Immortal. Is that holy water supposed to smell like that? <laughs> yeah, speaking of uh, holy water and weird smells and, well, just weird holy water, uh, last time on the show, you guys had uh, ventured further. In, well, sorry, you had rescued um, Malek from. Uh, rather unfortunate situation and uh you know him being sealed inside of a sarcophagus table type situation and continued to explore this very old temple beneath the shadow fell um you guys learned them you know malek was the sort of keeper of this place um and someone Knocked him out, stuffed him in the sarcophagus. There's been some bad shit going on here. There's not supposed to be undead down here. Malek's been guarding this, and it's been pretty much just solitary for a very long time down here. Uh, and you guys have already encountered quite a few nasty creatures, which uh, you had fought some of those, you know, just undead, you know, white type situa- type things uh, that tried to drain your life, but you bravely destroyed all of them. And uh, there's actually a few still frozen, I think, by the uh, river sticks. <laughs> And, uh, as you ventured, or as you guys uh, continued to explore, Malek had pointed out that there was an old temple that was devoted to Kelimvor, um, who was the guy he used to serve before the Raven Queen stepped in, um, just to the north of where you had fought the Whites. So you crossed the River Styx once again, noticed a bunch of rubble and some perverse symbolism of Vecna, uh, Vecna's hand. Uh, crossed over the scales of Kelimvor. There's this grotesque-looking thing shedding, like, uh, shedding a green light from the... Uh, green light! light. <laughs> from the symbolism that was, you know, uh, that was carved into the floor. Malek, uh, and then, you know, in the passage in front of you, to your north, was, you know, that goes into the main chamber of this temple, this underground temple, uh, has been sealed off by some sort of magical barrier. So you guys uh, followed the leadership of Malek, uh, who was who had pointed out that in a side chamber there would be some holy water that maybe he could potentially bless 
this symbol with and, and, and try to remove whatever curse, you know, it's the thought pattern that everyone seems to be following. So you guys tried to get in there and lo and behold, that holy water is animating and it does kind of smell and it's really, it's bubbling and making horrible sounds. It's, it's kind of creating a vaguely humanoid shape. And that's where we're going to enter into this episode. Uh, it doesn't immediately actually perform any hostilities. However, it is, the water is incredibly agitated and is again taking shape. Hmm. This is not natural, Malek. <clears throat> These atrocities will not stand. This temple must be purified. I am not sure what lies ahead, but something is wrong with the holy water. Wrong I think... holy water. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I think for my queen, I must take care of this. Right, for our lady. <laughs> and All so, right. see, right now you guys are standing just in, like, in the hallway outside of the room. Like you're looking in and seeing this happening. Like no one's actually entered into the chamber where this large basin um, of, ho- of holy water is. Uh, do I notice anything else about the room? Is anything amiss? Or is it all just kind of standard ruined temple cistern with this weird water moving around? Uh, I mean, standard temple, as far as the as far as the room itself, uh, pretty standard. Uh, the thing that is amiss is the bubbling holy water that is taking shape. Unnatural yeah. shape, yeah. Because the water is literally rising above the top of the the large basin, and it's just kind of like again coalescing there and forming a shape. Okay. Uh, Malek is going to touch Sir Delamrook and just offer some guidance. Um, so up for a minute. You can uh, add D4 to ability checks. Nice. Fantastic. And as long as that guidance points me in the general direction of uh, 'er ne'er-do-wells or, well, whatever do-ungooder things, I don't know. (laughs) He's very knightly and I'm not very articulate. So, yeah, charge. He's just going to charge the uh, the shape. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Damn right he is. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we will, uh, unless somebody uh, makes some attempt to stop me, I'm taking my 30-foot Um. Yeah, Malek is calling back to the others. Hendo uh, and, and uh, Rovin, you will need your assistance. So Hondo will march right up behind him. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna say though that um, so Delam Rook, you enter the um, room first, and as you hit the threshold of the room, the water, um, the the shape, the, the, you know, this shape of water. Uh, coalesces into a, again, vaguely humanoid shape again, and actually uh, you see 
just goes right on top of you. Like it just like is like a wave crashing down on top. And um, before we roll initiative, I'm going to have you make me a strength save, please. And that comes out to a 12. Ooh. Uh, Sir Devil and Rook, you will take 13 bludgeoning damage as this as this thing literally enters the space that you have just, you know, are occupying. And um, are, you are now grappled by it. And so yeah, you're grappled essentially by this, like, animated, you know, elemental water. And uh, you are restrained and unable to breathe unless you are able to breathe in water? Question mark? Uh, no, I don't believe I have anything that makes me unable or able to breathe in water. So, yes, my breathing is um, yeah, not happening. Okay. Uh, well, then, you know, someone's got to either pull you out of this thing or you got to fight your way out yourself. And let's roll initiative. Oops, sorry, I forgot to put the uh, turn order thing up. So let's see, I gotta add a couple turns here. Okay. Wait. Turn. Turn. Okay. So Hondo had <coughs> a twelve. Wow, you guys tied still. <laughs> Roven had Roven did not roll initiative Oh there it is, 4, 14 Sword Descending Between Hondo and Sir Delam Rook Who has the higher initiative bonus Are you guys both 1 or 0? Uh, yes, yeah, Sir Delam Rook is a 0 yeah, but I mean, you're, yeah, but your your dex your your dexterity are both plus zero. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, I sorted it. it looks like we're just Hondo's going to go before sit down and rock. All right. Um. Well, Rovin, you luckily get to go first. Which is super exciting because it's like the one thing that I have no fucking clue how to deal with. Right. You just literally, um, yeah. You literally watched like this, like this water that like had like kind of almost like swirled up and you know above this basin, like crashed down like a wave on top of uh, Sudellum Rook. And this thing is like is, is is very large. Like it's taking up like like ten foot square. Like it's literally right. blocking the doorway uh, and has like is swallowed essentially Sudellum Rook. You can see him inside there. You know, I mean, like just like swirling around in this torrent of water. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to move twenty feet toward, like down the hallway toward the toward the action. Yep. Yeah. Uh, toward the action. Yep. Yeah. The action, yeah, and then, but still stay behind everybody. Yep. Uh, and then I'm gonna potentially attempt to shoot it with my hand crossbow. 
which you, I don't you know. You sound so sure of that. Okay, yeah. Go well, for it's it. water. water. So I don't, the water. I mean, I don't know. Like, take that water. But it's but it's a but it's a living thing. Shoot the water. See what happens. So we'll see how it goes. So we're gonna shoot the water <laughs> with my hand crossbow. Uh, you know, I think that's gonna be the soundbite for the episode. And I get a twenty-two. A twenty-two totally hits the water. Woohoo! Uh, do you want to roll your damage? I damaged water. Maybe. Ooh. Twenty-seven. Oops. Do I get sneak attack on that? Uh, I would tech. I would say that it is technically engaged with an ally that's within five feet. <laughs> right. Yes, I'm as close range to it as I possibly can be. Yeah, I mean, you're literally zero feet from it. Yeah. Um, I'll give okay, you a sneak so attack on that. 27 sneak damage. I don't know if it's sneak damage. I mean, it just adds it to the sneak. weapon damage. Yeah. So. Yep. And then an additional eight piercing. So that's 35 piercing damage. You see that it takes a bunch of damage, but not as much as you'd expect. But you do see like how some water kind of fling off of it and actually go back into the basin. Um, cool. But it, it seems to have resisted some of that damage. Okay, I am unless, going to... Unless it's... Nope, it is not a magical hand crossbow, so you're... No. No. <clears throat> um, give me a second, because I think I'm mixing up my characters. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I was going to give you... I was going to give somebody bardic inspiration, and I forgot I'm not a bard. <laughs> <laughs> you have a cunning action. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, no, I realized that. I was like, I know I have something. All right, so I am going to, I guess I'm just going to hide behind, who is that, Malek? Yeah. So I'm going to use Malek to hide behind. Yeah, you can totally hide behind him. I mean, he's much taller than you and wearing heavy armor, so not too difficult. Um, out of here, just just um, to help me establish something for later, roll me a stealth check, please. A stealth check? Yeah, to to assist the hide. I just want to. I yep. just want to see. Fair enough. That'd be a twenty-three. Yeah, that's fine. Oh no! Wait. No, no, it's fine. The twenty-three is because of reliable talent. Because you. Oh right, right, right. Because right, right. you technically yeah, you, you was, rolled a two on the die. You rolled a two on the die, but it turns into a ten. <laughs> because it is literally impossible for you to roll under a twenty. Yeah, I feel like it's impossible for me to fail certain things. Yep, which it is, is which is which is why rogues are great at you know what they do. All right, awesome. The heinous holy water now will act. Um, first, gonna roll something. Okay. Nothing. Ooh. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> So you didn't see that at all. At the start of its turn, since you are grappled by it still, Sudalamrook, you are going to take um, some some bludgeoning damage. You take twelve bludgeoning damage. I guess it's like just kind of crashing down. You know, like you're just kind of being swirled around inside of this thing, and you're almost being punched by water hands inside of it. <laughs> yes, it's uh, highly inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> it might feel good under other circumstances. <laughs> like those jacuzzi tubs? 
<laughs> yeah, except like the like, air jets. Yeah, except like way less comfy than that. It sounds refreshing. Yeah, like the air jets are up way too high, <laughs> just like blasting you. <laughs> and uh, I just realized this thing speaks Aquin, so you hear it as it's doing that. Go. Ah! <laughs> 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 uh, anyways, um, that was for you, Zach. So, <laughs> uh, in addition to all of the, you know, punching it's doing internally, it's going to do some punching externally. As you see, like some of its, some of the water kind of forms into like these, like two big, like almost like tendrils, and they slam down on top of Hondo. First attack is a nat one. Oh, so oh, we're going to completely negate the second attack. Yeah. As uh, let's see, how does it? How does it naturally? How does it critically fail at this? Um, you know, it the, the water tries to form, but then it kind of like almost snips off, and then just like as a like, you know into a droplet, and then it just hits the floor, and then forms back into the water elemental, and it takes its turn to the rest of its turn to recover from its failure. All right. Uh, Hondo, it's your turn, though. You can respond. Uh, Hondo will uh, use a strength check to... What he's, he's going to try to do is leap through the elemental to pull out Sir Delam Rook to end up on the other side. Is that possible? Can we get to the behind it? You know what? Um, yeah, I'll let you try. So you're going to have to make me a strength check first. Nope. No. Strength check wasn't strong enough. Yeah, what's that? 12. Um, yeah, no. Without being able to get Sir Dellum out, uh, Hondo will use action surge to attack. Nice. <laughs> not action, uh, not action surge to try again. Just, oh, no, dude. <laughs> wow, this is off wow. to a great start. <laughs> so you know that was what? the first attack. No, I like this. One. Thank you for this. Um, you get sucked into the water elemental, and Sir Delam Rook is pushed out of the back of it. Super. <laughs> Do I not get my other two attacks? Nope. So now you are grappled by this, uh, el- you know, uh, heinous holy water, and Sir Delam Rook, you have now been spat out the back of it. The great equalizer, the D20. <laughs> I lost two other attacks because of that now. <laughs> hurts, damn it. Hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Well, Sir Delam Rook, it's your turn. Um, you were, I, I, I mean, from what it looks like, at least, bravely pushed out of the water elemental by Hondo. <laughs> yeah. Completely failed out of the... <laughs> It was either that or you, you know, we're going to damage him inside of there. So I decided to actually just yeah, have yeah. you get grappled by it because that was funnier to me. Yep. <laughs> Start by facing myself the right direction here. Um, oh, good. I'm, uh, yeah, let's see. It's a good spot to attack. So, yeah, I suppose we'll just start with the attackings. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, guys. Announce your, announce your dice rolls. Yep. That is a 25 against armor class. Oh, yeah. Hey. 
So there we go. So that's, uh, let's see, 14 slashing plus 3 necrotic. It takes all of that. All right, and I get to suck back 1, 2, 3 HP from uh, from that then. Or no, that's not 3. That's 1.5 was it up. So 1. It is a roundup. It should, it should say on the ability. So apparently we had it wrong the whole time, and I shouldn't be getting anything back from that. What? Oh, no! Don't you have Life Drinker? Yeah, Life Drinker. When you hit a creature with your packed weapon, the creature takes extra necrotic damage equal to your charisma modifier, minimum one. That's the end of it. That's a house rule, ladies and gentlemen, because we just, uh, in, our <laughs> in our brief hold looking up the ruling on that, we were dead wrong, and Life Drinker does not give you actually any HP back, so fuck it. I don't mind if you get one HP back every time you hit something. If it could take yeah, I'm sure damage. there's something that gave HP back because I remember something. I remember like something that like that too, but Roy Vermillion back in the day. Anywho, so well, it does now. Anywho, well, it took all that damage. Is there anything else you are doing on your turn, Sedan Brook? Besides, you know that um, beautiful slice with your packed greatsword. You know, Sir Delam Rook is going to, uh, yeah, he's going to stay with that for the turn. Okay. We are on to Malek. Malek, uh, you are, your your path is blocked by this gigantic uh, horrid thing. Yeah, uh, I am. So... If I target it, am I also targeting Hondo? I mean, no. You're targeting okay. it, but you know, okay. Hondo is definitely swirling around inside of it. This thing does take up a lot of surface area, so. Uh, all right, so he will shout out, let's take care of this thing quickly. We must restore this temple to its rightful being. Yeah, what he said. And he uh sacred flames this water elemental thank you for not moving you're gonna boil the elemental with hondo inside yeah <laughs> it's radiant it you gotta make the next save fails yay <clears throat> i think it's just the water that makes the deck save yeah, it fails. It's just one. It's just one creature, so it's taking twenty-five radiant damage. Ooh, it takes twenty-five radiant damage as this thing begins to sizzle with holy light. And he would like to uh, sort of sidestep um, and say, "Rovin, it's your turn." <laughs> Well, whatever. It's your turn now. You you were hiding behind. Yeah, but him. I can shoot through him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he sidestepped. <laughs> Ridiculous. I won't. <clears throat> I won't say that you've lost the element of surprise, Roven. But um, it's just it's funny because like it's like it's almost <laughs> like you know, you're kind of sitting there hiding, right? And then like the person who you're hiding behind just steps to the side, and you're still standing there in the hiding position. Right. <laughs> I mean, potentially speaking, I'm still a fucking stealthy-ass motherfucker, so... Well, technically, um, you, can, you can't roll below 23 on stealth, right? So, yes, you're right. very so, sneaky I mean, all the time. Um, so, my question really quick, just to kind of preempt my turn, um, are those pillars, like, when you when you walk through the threshold, are those pillars that I could hide behind? 
Oh, I see. Like, if you're like referencing what you see on the map here, I yeah. mean, it's 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 like more of like a door frame. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like it's like big stone blocks that kind of frame the 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 stone doors. So they're mm-hmm. like these like you know squares. So no, it's not. I, I mean, it's you could probably like you know press yourself up against the wall right next to it and potentially hide. Yeah, like I would say that that's okay. You know, right. someone someone of a small stature like yourself would be able to do so. I think. Okay. So I'm actually going to walk up to him it. since he's grappled with Hondo. I am going to attack with my short sword. Boop. 18. 18 does it. 12 piercing damage plus 22 on the sneak gives me 34 piercing damage. And that is a magical weapon. So it takes 34 piercing damage. Um, you can see a lot of the water has like flung off of this thing. It's like it's barely holding its shape, but it still has enough juice to uh, keep Hondo grappled. I am going to then potentially hide against the wall of the threshold. I'll just say you do that. All right. Do I have to re-roll stealth again? No, because again, you can't roll bet- below a twenty-three. So what does it matter? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I could, I could potentially roll a nat one. It still, uh, no. it turns it into a ten. It does. Anything automatically. Anything below a ten, it turns oh. the die roll to a ten. Okay then. So, um, I'm just gonna say that you're hiding. Cool. And we're going to move on to the uh, uh, Water Elemental's turn. And at the start of its turn, Hondo, you are going to take some damage. You take 11 bludgeoning damage. All right. As, again, you're being punched by fists inside of the water. You're still holding your breath, you know, because it's you have about a minute, I think, before you're gonna you're not going to be in good shape. Um, but then, again, you're going to see, again, this thing try to spawn two tendrils of water off of itself and we're, it's going to do a slam uh, actually two two slams on Sardellum Rook first one's going to be a 23 against AC yeah that'll do it and the second one is an 11 which will not so the one that does hit does 13 bludgeoning damage as you get just like like hard slap by water. It's like, it's like a reverse belly flop. You know how like you know that pain you feel when you slap into water, you know, and you lay land flat on it. It, it, it landed flat on your, your face. Yes, it's quite uncomfortable. <laughs> Hondo, it's your turn. You are grappled by this thing, so you can try to use your action to escape. I will do so. Ooh. Uh, and I do not roll high enough. I roll an eight. So I'm still stuck. You're still stuck. That's that's about all you can do. You're also, you know, struggling for air. So, Sudelum Rook, maybe you could do something about this. In the name of Our Lady the Raven Queen, I smite you. So heroic. With a 15 against AC with the Pact Greatsword. 15 does it. Fantastic, and we will roll that beautiful damage footage. Fifteen slashing plus three necrotic. So eighteen damage total. 
It, this thing is, I, I mean, I cannot believe it is still alive. Um, it's, it's, I mean, you can see, like, it's just splashing all over the place now. It's bubbling. It's, you know, it's really losing its shape. I don't have anything that gives me a bonus attraction, so that's going to be my turn. <laughs> Love that that phrase is carried over into the podcast. <laughs> all right. Um, Malek, it's your go, my friend. <clears throat> what you got? In the name of my queen, release my friend now and be gone. And he is going to blast another sacred flame at it. Ooh, let's see if it passes. It gets a 17. Ah. Which is exactly what it needed, huh? That oh, sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, as a bonus, I don't think I have anything else either. So uh, he is going to cry out in frustration. <laughs> what does that sound like? Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Rovin, it's your turn. Uh, so Rovin, out of the shadows, emerges from the wall and, and swipes and swipes once again with his short sword. Stabbing the water. Oh, that was a lame toss, but okay. 18. 18 works. Woohoo! And take seven piercing damage plus 22 sneak damage gives it 29 damage. Yeah, I mean, what does it look like when uh, when you slay this horrid water creature? Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think of like what it would look like if you were killing water what? while stabbing it but um i'm imagining I, it just pops i yeah, yeah so I'm, thinking, I'm thinking as since it's a magical sword i feel like i i stab it from like the bottom since i'm super short and then i just swipe up almost like slicing it in half and and flaying it and then it just kind of like sizzles and then like plops down into two puddles yeah and it's just like yeah it's just water on the ground now yeah Yep. Well done. And Hondo is very wet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hondo, you emerge. You can. You are. You are breathing once more. You only had to hold your breath for twelve seconds, though. Yeah. But it was a. It was a tense twelve seconds as you were being punched, on the, by, by this thing's insides. Uh, so Hondo flops on the ground, uh, kind of sputters for a second, and like kind of shuffles himself over into the corner. Uh, and he's going to have himself a short rest and doesn't give a fuck what you guys do. <laughs> well, um, if you're taking a short rest, I'm going to quickly note here, now that we're out of initiative, the water is still agitated and bubbling. It's not coalescing yet, but it's still like, you know, again, like it's not it's not really at rest inside this basin in the room. Okay. Yeah, Malak is not going to... Uh, let that go. He needs to try and figure out if there's anything he can do to purify this or re-sanctify it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, I mean, I'll let you maybe do like either a religion or arcana check. Okay. Let's see, I have religion. Ugh. Eleven. Uh, I would actually uh, I would like to try my divine intervention 
and I will call upon my deity. So basically, I need to know what has happened here and how I can restore it in my queen's favor. All right, well, roll a d100. If it equals, tw- if it's 12 or lower, you uh, get an answer from the gods. Yeah. Uh, 12% chance, but it's a 12% chance. Oh. Close, but no. Oh, very close. Okay. All right. Um, the gods do not is, answer your call. Yeah, he is perplexed. Um, then I would like to do a uh, prayer of healing for us while we are uh, sitting here. Okay. If we've got 10 minutes, everybody's going to regain 2d8 plus 5. Yeah, um, roll, the, roll, roll the 2d8 and add 5. All right, 10 plus 5, 15. All right. Hit points for everybody. Everyone gets 15 HP back. How's everybody looking? I'm pretty much out of my stuff. <laughs> I'm at about 59% of my HP. Wow. <laughs> because uh, I have more uh, abilities. I got to rest up while I was in that sarcophagus. But uh, I, I wanted to uh, withhold my energies in case uh, any of you were close to death. Oh, just curmudgeonly. <laughs> so once, once again, water is still bubbling. Um, I'll say you can try to take a short rest here. I mean, it's not like anything is actively threatening you, but it's unsettling that this this, this holy water is still um, as agitated and disturbed as it is. So Hondo needs another 20 minutes because uh, Malek did already did his 10. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I'll say you guys can take the half hour. I'm just going to roll some things real quick. I'll say that you can rest for the next, you know, another 20 minutes here. But um, again, like this, wa- the water is, again, it's, it's, it's getting worse. Uh, now that Hondo feels better, uh, knowing literally next to nothing about religion, <laughs> um, he'd like to walk up and just, uh, I guess, gas? But I'm, I'm still going to do a religion check or should I do an insight or investigation? Okay, I mean, I need you to sell to me how Hondo is going to try to put something together here. Um, yeah, see, like, I, I don't know. Outside of just insightfulness, I don't know that he would know anything about religion or history. No, probably not. He doesn't really seem the type. Um, here, let's, put, I, it, let's, not... let's put it this way. What... What skills that you are proficient in do you think Hondo could apply to the situation? Hondo is really good at killing and stealing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, starting fights and drinking. He's really good at drinking. Okay. Uh, Maybe maybe it's his abilities as a drinker (laughs) that would inform him of how to cure this water. Let's go. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with that. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, so then your options here are to either drink this disturbed bubbling water or uh, do something else with the water. Okay, you're looking at a bubbling pool of holy water. It's, a, it's up to you to use the tools at your disposal to try to do something about it. Um, but I can't do like a religion check on it. Just I mean, I mean, you know what? Give me a roll. 
I, I mean, I'm not going to... I don't know that he'd be insightful in this no. aspect to know what to do, but maybe just a random... No. No, he has no idea. It's a nine. And you're doing it at a plus zero bonus? Yeah. But I was just trying to help with the roll. I, maybe I get lucky on that. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, again, it's just it's a bubbling pool of water. Um, you, can, you can see, actually, it's, it's starting again to rise a bit. Uh, <clears throat> if you could answer this for me, would Dispel Evil and Good have an effect on this? Because if it's like a possession kind of thing, uh, it says I can end the possession. Um, Do me a favor. Uh, but it, can you paste? Can you paste that output to yep. chat? So there's a couple of things here. I'm looking at break enchantment, but it's talking about a creature, and I'm not sure if that would work the same way for just like a, a pool of water. Um, I'll say that you can. You know, I I do kind of like the um, the idea though, or the application of it. I'll let you cast this by touching the water. Can I just point out that one of the components is holy water? <laughs> yeah, but he... However, if it doesn't cost gold, he can use his holy symbol in place of any material component. Okay. But yes, oh, it, says it is... Or, or powdered silver and iron. So you can right. use powdered silver and iron. Yeah, if, or if, holy or, water. if, if you were casting from a component pouch. Uh, when you have right. like an arcane focus or a divine... Um, what is it? Um, symbol? Um, yeah. Spell, holy symbol. Yeah, holy symbol. Spell ca- like spellcasters, depending on the type of spellcaster you are, have the ability to substitute any non-gold costing materials with their focus of choice. So you present your holy symbol, and yes, yeah, so I'm raising my shield, and uh, and then I have uh, sort of like an amulet that I have around my neck, you know, and I'm just grasping it. My shield is the symbol, but the necklace has sentimental value. Sure. And then you touch, and, and touch the, the water. Try reaching down to the water. Yeah. Um, do me a favor. Make me a melee spell attack. So that's uh, plus nine. D20 plus nine. Oh, yeah. So 28. Yeah, you see that um, this has a tremendous effect when you do this. Um, you hear with a with a very loud popping noise the water like just like you know poofs out splashes everywhere makes this big sort of like you know drip or uh, like like peak from the center and then settles down and after it you know after it kind of is wavy for a bit it eventually does calm and settle and it stops bubbling I do not know what has been going on here but hopefully this water may be able to help sanctify the place again. Yeah. Um, potentially, uh, you know, uh, I'd say make me who's uh, who's got proficiency in Arcana there. Anyone? No, not I. Oh, wait a second. Sir Dunham Rook does. So, Dylan Rook, give me an Arcana check on the uh, for, for me real quick. Sure, that's an eighteen. So, um, you it's you can tell um, th- there was definitely some sort of magic affecting this before, but while there is still some residual magic, you think that that's probably more from the the blessed state or consecrated state of the water itself. Um, 
but it does not appear to be enchanted in any way now. It appears to be clean. It's it's an interesting thing in my mind here, because if it was a good deity, it would definitely be consecrated. If it was an evil deity, it would be desecrated. The Raven Queen, I believe, is lawful neutral. So what what is it? Well, don't forget, this was not necessarily a temple to the Raven Queen. It was a it was previously a temple to Kelimvor. And he was all about making sure the dead stay dead. So when I say consecrated, I mean like, you know, this is this is ritualistic water used in holy practices to ensure that, you know. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm just being a word nerd about it. Cause it's like it's neutralized. Sure. This water is a yeah, neutral this, this, deity. This water is perfectly balanced as all things should be. <laughs> we still need to figure out how to get past that wall of light. I have a feeling that whoever has done this to this place is still lying within. This is true. So, yeah. Uh, what's the next move, team? Do um, I have any... <laughs> Go ahead. Well, there's, there's nothing else in this room, is there? Uh, no, it's literally just this basin. Um, above the yeah, basin, uh, the- yeah, above the basin, there is um, again like this depiction um, that's been carved, and you can see there's some faded paint of uh, you know these 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 scales, um, like hand scales that are being held up by a skeletal arm. This, but this one does not look like the perverse symbol that is in the um, entrance to this temple. Um, this actually mm-hmm. looks like a proper like just like skeletal arm, like from the elbow up holding a set of balanced scales with nothing in them. I would like to investigate the basin. Can I see the bottom of it? Or um, is it uh, clear and can I see? All the it way? is very It is very clear and at the bottom there is a um, small hole about maybe I'd say four inches around. Like four inches wide. It goes incidentally close to the size of that coin, huh? Oh no, it's this is bigger than the coin for sure. Um, you would think that maybe this is this this is where some of the water comes in from, or out. Based who knows, who knows. Based on how long I've I've been here and uh, how I've kind of been working in this area. Would I be like very familiar with this temple? I've been here before. But yeah, but I mean, I, I would say that you'd have to. I mean, you're just a steward. This was this was this place was here long before you, and uh, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. continued to be here unless something bad happens, right? Uh, long after you. Am I still seeing any sort of Kalimvor symbolism? That's that. That's the set of scales on the wall. That's it. That's it. Okay. All right. Um, Hondo will take his water skin, 
Uh, he'll drink some of the water and then dump the rest and then full, fill his water skin with the holy water. Okay, you have a water skin yeah. full of holy water. Yeah. And uh, then he will take the holy water back to the shrine area. Yeah, they, 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 you, um, so it's not a shrine. It's it's more of a. It's like it's it's like sort of this like again like symbol carved and shaped into the ground. Um, right. Now they put the the mark of Vecna on it, or do they paint the mark of Vecna on it? It appears to be magically sort of um, placed there. Like this whole thing is is heavily enchanted. Like there's just a, uh-huh. there's there there is a very palpable air of magic around the entire thing. It's producing its own light. You know what I mean? Like it's glowing. It's you know. So while it is like part of the floor, like it's 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 an enchanted symbol, and it's definitely unholy. Uh, Hondo will try dumping some of the holy water on it. Uh yeah. Do you dump like the whole water skin out? Do you just like d- d- dump a drop yeah. like right in the eye? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it sizzles. It just it immediately turns to steam, um, and and it just like the the entire like round symbol that's taking up like this like fifteen foot like you know square area right or circular area uh, begins to um, dissipate and fade, and you are left now with just the original symbol that was here of of, Kel- of Kelimvor's skeletal arm holding the two scales. The eye of Vecna, or like the right hand of Vecna, and um, all the other grotesque symbolism, including the green light. Uh, green, green light! Green light! Has, <laughs> has faded. And what you can see is that the barrier to the northern end of this chamber now, um, it hasn't completely fizzed out, but it's no longer opaque. You can actually kind of see through it. Uh, Hondo will shrug, smirk to himself, and pour a little bit of whiskey on the symbol just to see if that does anything. <laughs> um, no, you've poured out some whiskey, though, for your homies. Okay, he, he, he chugs some more of the whiskey and goes back to the group. Uh, well, I've done it. Good job for me. And he'll refill the uh, water skin with more holy water. Um, Malek will take notice and say... Why, why didn't I think of it? <laughs> and scoop, scoop his water skin in there as well, um, realizing it's, you know, potent qualities now. Uh, you are uh, much uh, swifter than I had anticipated you to be. Um, good work. All right. Well, um, again, the barrier still exists, but it has, again, it, it, it's, it's, some of its power has faded and uh, you can kind of see through it. Um, I'm not going to reveal necessarily that m- the map just yet there. Oh, maybe I will, actually. Mm-hmm. Through the barrier, at the very far end of this um, like large temple chamber, there's you know multiple columns that are supporting the, car- the, 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 st- the stone ceiling here that has been intricately carved, and there are two massive... Um, pillars toward like you know uh, on, on either side of the room towards the back that uh, depicting all these different like is it almost like in a spiral up these circular columns just like all these different um, 
uh, like skulls that are adorning them. Um, and like like a totem pole type thing. Yeah, like, yeah, kind of like that actually. And at the very very back of the room, there is a large uh, stone like circular plinth um, that had you know previously been used as like a altar area, ritual, ceremonial area. Uh, that has you can see it glowing, and there's someone with their with their back turned to you, standing uh, in front of this plinth, like waving um, their arms, like in a, in a like a staff is in one of them, just like in, in like a circle, as it's like sort of gesticulating and, and performing some sort of some sort of ritual, and you can see that um, this in this in this glowing like raised platform on this plinth. Um, there is some sort of gigantic, grotesque shape being like sort of uh, coming out from the ground, but it hasn't fully emerged. That's great. Um, Hondo will take his water skin, point it at the uh, like force field thing, uh-huh. and just like somebody crushing a water bottle and spraying all the water <laughs> out, he's gonna try to spray it on the. Uh, it evaporates immediately, but nothing else happens. Okay. Um, I invest... Do we already do this? I can't remember. Do we look for any sort of, like, notches or anything that we could put those no. coins in? Not over here. I mean, you, there was... You guys used one of them already uh, here as well to get into the room where the... Uh, the basin was. Now, um... So you've used two out of, of the coins you have. So yeah, I, Rovin, Rovin, you stole the one back, right? From me. Yeah, I think so. so. I don't. I don't have one. I shouldn't have one. I don't think I should have one. I can't remember because we did a lot of stealing from each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. It's like the. It's like now neither one of you have it because <laughs> it's like nobody remembers who has what. Um, we only had two. We only had two, and I think we used them both. You did. Mm, I thought there were three of them. There were three doors, yeah. There but we ha- only had two coins. Mm-hmm. You started off with one, and then we found another one, but only one more. Right. I, I think it feels like there was three because there was so much stealing. Maybe. <laughs> it feels like there were five, but... <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Did Malek see them produce the coin and, and open up the door to get into the uh, room? Mm-hmm. You did. Okay, so that's not something you're. Fam- I- that's not something you're familiar with. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to double check. I'm trying to figure out what I know and what I don't know. Nothing here was. Um, nothing but, here was sealed when you while you've been right. Here. But so there is no, no not there. There are no notches anyway, right? No, it's just a barrier, like a like right. a barrier of magical force. Uh, Hondo would like to investigate the area around the barrier. Sure. 13. Um, smoothed out stone walls. And the barrier is magical, so it's very magical. Like this, yeah, so it's not like the actual border of the wall would impact it. No. Uh, I can see this figure. Yes. I would like to use the eyes of the grave and just see whether or not he is undead. So, what does Eyes of the Grave do? 
Occasionally sense the presence of undead whose existence is an insult to the natural cycle of life. <laughs> um, so Within it's... 60 feet. Not behind total cover. Well, uh, let's see. Or protected from divination. Um, no undead within 60 feet. Okay. Um, is so is the barrier does that go from floor to ceiling yes okay uh if i drink some of this holy i'm gonna try to touch the uh the light barrier wait you're gonna drink the holy water and then touch the light barrier i'm gonna i'm gonna see if that does anything sure um, so you drink, you take a swig of that holy water, you press your hand onto the barrier, and your hand is repelled from the barrier. Okay. Just checking. Uh, Hondo is going to drink a swig of whiskey and try the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> the same result happens. Um, Rovin goes back Boys. to the holy water basin and splashes some of it against the 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 freeze on the on the, the wall. symbol on the wall um, yeah sure it's the symbol on the wall is now wet great okay um hondo is going to go back with uh rovin to the you 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 went to the um the area with the holy water right yeah, where mm-hmm. that basin of holy water is. Uh, Hondo is with Rovin in the holy water basin, and Hondo will jump in the basin. <laughs> it's not very deep. It's only about uh, it's only about three feet deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you jump in, splash around, splash around. Yep. <laughs> um, and then uh, while still wet, he will uh, run wet uh, to the barrier and try to run through the barrier. <laughs> Uh, sure. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Hondo never learns from these experiences. We've done this before. A nine. You get thrown all the way to the back of the room and are slammed against and are slammed against the wall. And you take 10 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> As it just throws you back. All right. Um, so I'm gonna. Rovin's gonna investigate the hole in the basin. Um, you said that that's where the water is coming from. It appears so. Okay. I'm going to potentially attempt to block it. With what? My hands. <laughs> is your hand? Uh, yeah, it's your hand's probably more than four inches around. So sure. He's a halfling. How is that? <laughs> My body? That. Stick your arm in there? <laughs> right. Have we considered that this could perhaps be a two-part lock? That maybe there's somewhere else we need to go and pour water on or something? Yeah, I'm just oh. sticking my hand in a hole for no reason. <laughs> That's I the tagline mean... for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like sticking my hands in things. Yeah, I'm not looking for a two-part lock at all. <laughs> I was thinking like somewhere other than here. 
Well, um, Rovin, you stick your hand, or your arm, into the hole. Um, it takes some effort because, like, you can't actually stay above water while you do this. Because I'm have so to, like, small, right? Lay down and like, like, put your arm down in there. So like, you dive briefly to do so. Um, then you plug it. You can feel like the force of water kind of pushing your arm out, but it's gentle. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for, her. and this happens. Uh, I, I do love that we can still do video here because I could just give you the long stare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, and so then. Well, I guess I wouldn't know. So I guess I, I'm gonna. So is my mouth under the water at this point? Yeah. Shit. Um. <laughs> so I guess like, I, I come you just up. Have like I, one arm up in the air, like waving and splashing around to like. I I come up for air, and obviously I un unplug it with you know unplug my arm or whatever, and I just yell anything, anything happen. Uh, Hondo will walk back. Um, nothing. Nope. Yeah, nothing happened out there. Uh, Hondo would like to investigate the, um, mural on the floor for any other bits or pieces or buttons or... Sure. 13. I'm rolling like crap today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it looks like a holy symbol but nothing else that might impact anything nearby no are you standing you're standing on top of the yeah of the symbol of the symbol I'm gonna stand on the other weight weight yeah the other scale oh so you guys are like yeah like uh, like like if you were if you were if this thing were upright ready right, to be standing on the, the scales Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you hear a uh, a sound. The force field again. For the win! You see it flicker, but it's still there. But it's very. It, it appears very weak. It's like it's like it's like flickering quite a bit. Okay, so um, Rovin goes. Um, wait a minute. Instead of me standing here, Dellum Rook, you stand here, and he moves out of the way. And Sir Delamark moves there, because why not? Okay, I mean, the same effect happens. This thing is flickering. Hmm. Maybe all four of us are needed. Two of us on each side. Uh, should we uh, pick who's where? Um, it's, you, you, I don't think you're going to be able to fit four people on top of the the scale symbol like you know like it's not large um, it, I don't think it's large enough to actually fit if Rovin sits on my shoulders <laughs> well so hold on so he's Rovin's just kind of like looking for a second and scratch scratching his his like minute beard and he looks at it and he says well um it's about 15 feet wide why don't Malek why don't you stand right in the middle uh maybe you should try jumping up and down so Maleka, you just stand in the middle. You 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 are standing in the middle of the two of them, right? Who are standing on like the symbols of the scales. Um, again, the force field is still just flickering. 
Mm. So I, I, I have to, I just as a as a DM and 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 as a note to the audience, I did actually have a solution in mind to this, and you guys are taking a different approach, but there is a solution here. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to involve like retrieving the coins and putting those on there or something. I mean, you're, like, uh, the only clue I'm going to give you is that you're overthinking this. Of course we're overthinking this. Did you forget who we were? What if two of us tried to go through the field at the same time? <laughs> Let's double down. <laughs> what if we hold hands? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, know uh, while so everyone else I'm, is on there, Sir Delamark is going to step off the side. Yeah, the okay. force field strengthens a little bit more. Perhaps the two agents of the Raven Queen should stand in the scales. Hindo will step off. Okay, um, again, it's flickering. Flickering. Jeez. Hondo, are you. Do you. Hondo, you use magic, right? Nope. Oh. We have two magic users and two non-magic users. It's great. Yeah. So Delamrook and Malek are the, are two magic users. Correct. Okay. And I've been looking through my spells, trying to find something that can move past this. I don't. I don't want to say anymore because I feel like the next clue that I'm going. I want to give may actually give it away. Sure. But I'm just going to say it. Uh. You guys are overlooking the most obvious and simple solution here. Like, you're almost there. We could just all get off the damn thing. I don't know. Yeah, but we were already off the damn thing, and it was stronger than ever. Do we have to put somebody back in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> So I this a, is. I this, have a terribly Hondo idea. What's your, te- <laughs> what's your What's your terribly Hondo idea, Hondo? Um, that Malek goes and jumps in the pool and stands on one side, and Hondo takes a shit in the other. <laughs> wow, that was not the direction I was uh, thinking you were going to go in. But I'll tell you, you were on the right track with a Hondo idea. In fact, I think that the next step of this, Hondo, is very much in your wheelhouse. One of us is going to have to be dead, huh? <laughs> um, so Hondo it like a very scales of life and death thing, you know. When faced with um, a barrier, and if it's becoming weakened, um, Hondo would attack it while it's stuttering. Make me attack roll against the force field. Force field. Force field. Uh, 15. Your sword slices through the barrier. Shut up. (laughs) And with an explosion of magical force, it dissipates. Again, I am the greatest! (laughs) So the... As, a, as, a, as, as an aside here, okay, uh, 
my goal here was to actually just frustrate you with this until someone just got so mad and just hit the damn thing. Usually Hondo's <laughs> done that already. Usually Hondo would have done that already. Because sometimes the best puzzles have the simplest solutions because everyone overthinks the solution. But then I saw you guys I was... step, stepping on the scales and I was like, okay, maybe I'll give him a little a little push, right? Like, let's, let's, yeah, sure, it's fizzling. It's like, it's so weak. Oh, God, what could you possibly do to this thing? Just fucking hit it. <laughs> well done. Um, At least it didn't have to take a shit on it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was never going to be the solution. Yep, you can keep that in your arsenal for later. Um, as this force field dissipates, the figure who's standing at the far end of this room um, turns around, and you can see that he, you know, he's wearing sort of this um, what appears to be like a bone, like a, a flattened bone helm. So it's shaped like a skull, but it's more two-dimensional than it is like a three-dimensional like helmet. Um, you can just see below, like where the teeth are, that are been sharpened into fangs. Um, a mouth move, and it speaks in a very booming voice. No, you don't know what you're doing. And that's what we're going to call this week's episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Cool. So thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, If you like us, you can find us on the internet. We are found on such places as Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We can also be found on Facebook and uh, Reddit. Just search for Hapless Heroes Podcast. A lot of those places have sticky posts, though, that will point you to where we really hang out and spend most of our time interacting with our fans, our Discord server. Uh, wonderful community there, you know, sharing everything from memes to dog pictures to stories to whatever. And it's just been a, a wonderful experience just, you know, being able to, you know, just kind of just hear from all of you beautiful people out there who stumbled upon our show and decided it was actually something worth your time and investment because we've been doing this for, Jesus, almost three years. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, come on in, hang out. It's a great place. And uh, yeah, just visit any one of our social media pages for a little link to that. Oh yeah, if you also keep forgetting to say, it's also in the show notes. So like, if you're if you don't really do so the whole social media thing, but you still want to come talk to us in our Discord server, that link is literally in the description of the sh- of the episode of every episode. But now, if you really really like us, you can leave us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice. Um, it just really means a lot to us. All the wonderful things you guys have said about this show, it definitely puts the wind in our sails, and you know helps us just continue to put out such an amazing product for you to listen to. Um, so yeah, I mean, we sometimes, you know, if you, leave, if you leave us a review, I promise I will eventually find it and uh, say some kind words about you on the air, because you're a five-star human too. Now, if you really, really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. It's just patreon.com slash heroes. Got a lot of great rewards on there. Uh, finally figured out that, you know, I could probably uh, host a game on Discord for our, our, our donors. So I'm actually going to start adding those rewards in now. Um, going to try to figure out a date that works for the majority of people out there who ever be interested. Maybe I'll have like a sign up or something. Just give people time because obviously like, you know, these episodes are released on a delay so we'll have to push this out because I want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity. You know, everyone who has donated to the show, past, present, and future um, you know, may have the opportunity to join us for like, I don't know, a Jackbox game night or something. Especially since we're all stuck at home anyways. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. 
So if you like us, and I mean like really, really like us, Sally Field, the whole deal, yada, yada, yada. Go make yourself a World of Warcraft account and create a account in World of Warcraft Classic. Now you, you're gonna want something really truly toxic here. So probably a rogue, either undead or a night elf, depending on which side you wanna be. Roll on a PvP server and go to Stranglethorn and kill everybody all the time at all hours of the day. Get to max level, keep killing people just all the time. And when you do that, just spam the show information. Tell people to go listen to the Hapless Heroes <laughs> oh, podcast God. while you act like a complete goddamn degenerate, you know, in Stranglethorn. Um, I'm assuming you're <laughs> speaking from a recent experience and it has left you a bit salty there, Dave. No, not really. I, I stopped playing Classic way too long ago. Yeah. Like, I just kind of crapped out on it, so. I feel you there. Well, I guess there's nothing left for me to do besides outro this lovely cast for you starting on my virtual right John as Hondo the Immortal. I can solve any puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Phil as Malak. For a man with very small hands, very crappy. <laughs> uh, Mike as Rovin Tossbottom. I'll stick my arm in anything. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave as Sir Dellenbrook. Have a good evening. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host at DM. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.